Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Yes, this is the podcast that you have known and loved for so many years as cool things entrepreneurs do. My name is Tom Singer, and thank you so much for coming along on this journey of this podcast that I started nearly six years ago. We are closing in on 600 episodes, uh, and it has been a wonderful learning experience for me to be able to talk to so many entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and business leaders over the years who have really opened up opened up my eyes to the whole world of business. Between this show, another podcast that I host for an organization called the Digital Enterprise Society, that podcast is called the Digital Enterprise Society Podcast, and a project called the Webinar Talk Show that I've been hosting since March of 2020 with my friend Eliz Green. Uh, all of these interviews that I have done with people over this, this time has really taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about how to interview. It's taught me to, to push people a little bit out of their comfort zone with questions. Uh, it's, got, it's gotten so much information that has been shared through this microphone from so many people. But I had an interesting thing happen the other day, and that is I interviewed a CEO and I pushed him a little bit hard. I got him to really talk about what was going on inside his company during this crisis of, of COVID and other things that are going on in the world. And he started to really open up. He started to tell me kind of behind the curtain what it was really like, what was happening with his management team and his board and how his uh, uh, employees were feeling and the fact that sales were way down and that he wasn't sleeping at night. This got really deep. And about an hour after we finished the interview, he called me and he asked me not to run the interview. It was really interesting. I think in over 600 interviews between all of those different venues where I've had the opportunity to talk to people, I've never had anybody ask me to pull a show. And when I asked him why, he said he was just worried that in times of crisis, as the leader of a company, because he didn't know who would listen, would customers listen, would his employees listen, would his board of directors listen, he felt he shouldn't have talked so candidly that he should have put on my words, not his, his corporate speak and left that on the whole time. We had a really nice conversation. I promised him that I would delete the episode. I deleted it from my files. It no longer exists. Uh, and we're going to do another interview at some time in the future. But we decided that if he felt that strongly that he couldn't speak openly and honestly to share advice uh, about some of the hardships, about some of the BS that was really going in being a leader, that now wasn't the time to do that interview. But I got to thinking about it. And, and you know what? I respect him for being honest, both in the interview, because he was really candid about sort of the crap that was going on and, and what was on his shoulders. But then also to be able to call back and, and just matter of fact, he wasn't pissy. He wasn't scared. He wasn't mad. He just called and asked me person to person, would I delete the file because he didn't want that out there. Now, I actually think it was a great interview. I think the fact that he was candid and open is really 
what uh, people would have latched onto. I think it would have been one of those episodes that, you know, you would have emailed me about and said, wow, Tom, this was a really good show. And I promised him that while I was going to talk about this on the air, I wasn't going to mention him or his company, and I won't mention who it was to anybody. However, I decided that I would kick off this show by talking about the fact that that happened. Because we live in really uncertain times. If you've been you know, following the news at all, you know that everything is all over the map. But the one thing I've noticed is, is there's sort of two schools of thought. There's the be candid, be open, tell everybody what's happening and what's going wrong. And then there's the corporate speak, I cannot let anybody see any weakness, so therefore I'll craft a story that we put out there. And I've seen this amongst some of my friends. You know, they say one thing on social media about their business, and then when you're talking to them, they tell something else. There was one person who's a speaker who was posting all of these things about these great uh, events where he was speaking, and I was really impressed. I wished I had that kind of business. It was like, wow, they're crushing it. Look at all the money they're getting. And we had a phone conversation, and I talked about the, the financial side, about how well he was doing, and he said, well, I'm not getting paid for any of those. But that wasn't the message that he was putting out on social media. And it got me thinking, I probably do some of that too. But I personally think that if we want to make waves, if we want to shake things up, we've got to work really hard. We've got to be focused. There's so many things that we have to do. But I also think from the standpoint of the company and the individual humans who work for the company, we have to be open and honest and straightforward. So I wrote down seven tips that I have for anyone who wants to make waves and change things up and keep going, even in the face of this adversity and sort of all the problems that we're facing. And so I'm going to share those tips. That's going to be today's episode. Since I had to delete what I was planning to have as today's episode, I'm just going to go through the tips that I would share with somebody who came to me. If somebody said, Tom, you're in a unique position. You presented to a thousand different organizations over the years. You've interviewed, you know, over 800 people. What advice would you give to somebody if they wanted to make waves in their career? So that's what I'm going to share with you on this episode. But before I go through those seven tips, first, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. So this episode, as all of them, is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly, they take the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. If you want to start a podcast, and I know, oh yeah, I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So what are my seven tips if you want to succeed in your career, if you want to make waves, whether you're the CEO, uh, if you're in an executive leadership position, or whether you're just starting out in your career. I have several friends who are younger who are really trying to make, make a name for themselves in their career. And, and I think I would say this advice goes whether you are an entry-level employee who was just hired and is working remotely from your kitchen and hasn't even met anyone in the office to all the way up that career ladder to your, if you're the CEO of a multinational corporation. I think that if you can embrace all of these tips, I think you're going to find more success. And we're in a time where all of us, I know, I know I need to find more success. Look, before I get into these tips, 
I'm just going to be real transparent about my own business. You guys know that I've made my living as a professional speaker for 11 years. 2020 was scheduled to maybe, not for sure, but possibly be the best year I'd ever had. I had some really interesting clients lined up and I had a pipeline of events that were really looking for someone who brought the unique flair that I sort of focus on when I speak or when I'm the MC. And I was really excited about the potential that I had laying in front of me. This was going to be my year to soar. And then in early March, it all came crushing down. Events started to cancel because of the global pandemic. And in a three-day period, in fact, I was at a conference in San Diego. And in the three days I was at this conference, I watched every single piece of business I had for the rest of March, April, May, and shortly after even June, but all of it got cleared from the calendar. Recently, I had a two-day period where all of my September and October events canceled. And here's the thing, if you're not familiar with the live events business, for corporate and association events like the ones I speak at, business events, September and October, that is my bread and butter. That is my busy month. So boom, into June, 1st of July, I watched it all evaporate again. And so I'm just being really transparent. I actually have gone to work for an executive search firm and it's fun. I feel like I'm, I feel young again. I feel like I'm, I'm this new executive learning this whole business uh, all over again and I'm having to do sales, but it's going to take me a while to get fully grasped into that. And at the same time, I'm not walking away from my speaking and training business. So I'm having to learn new ideas around time management and time blocking to make sure that I'm giving both of those the attention that they need so that I can move forward with my career. But I want to be vulnerable that life isn't easy. And I think my friend who backed away from wanting to have his interview aired on this podcast, I think his fear of being vulnerable has really had an opposite effect with me is I want to be more vulnerable. I want to share kind of the hard parts that I'm facing because I don't think that I'm alone. But at the same time, I can take my own advice in these seven tips I'm going to share with you because I'm fired up. I'm fired up to make the rest of July and then on into August and September. I'm ready to turn this ship around. And so I'm looking for all the advice that I can find. So if you're a listener to this show and you have an idea for me, for goodness sake, Take out your email. It's tom at tomsinger.com and let me know the advice you have for me. But at this point, I'm going to share with you probably the seven best tips that I can pull from all of these interviews that I've done for somebody who really wants to make waves in their career. So number one, you have to have a vision and craft a plan. Now, when I started speaking over 15 years ago, uh, my topic originally was goal setting. I had had a successful career in sales and marketing, and one of the reasons was I was hyper-focused every quarter and every year on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to accomplish it, and I was really into this whole idea of goal setting, and I made it work for me. Now, there's a lot of people who roll their eyes at goal setting, and they think, oh, well, you know, goal setting doesn't work, or I've had people tell me I don't like to set a goal because if I come up short, I feel sad. Well, I haven't reached every goal I've ever set, but because I've set lofty goals and have had a vision for what I could accomplish, I've been able to go farther down the path than many people who've never really gone for that prize at the far end. So I always shoot for the stars, and if I land on the moon, I go, oh my God, look at me. I landed on the moon. So that's the first tip is you got to have that vision and craft a plan. Now, I had that for 2020. I sat down in December and early January and mapped out what I thought I was going to have to do to be able to sell and reach those numbers. But in March, everything got thrown out. And I'll be honest, 
a lot of what I've done for the past, you know, three and a half months, a lot of it has been just to keep the wheels going and spinning. I don't think I've had that clear vision and I haven't really crafted a plan for how to salvage 2020. Well, that's what I'm doing today. So as I said, I'm taking my own advice. The second tip is you can't play it safe right now. If you sit back and wait for the phone to ring, the phone is probably never going to ring. A lot of people have asked me, why did I take the job uh, in executive search? Well, this wasn't some willy-nilly thing that I did offhand. I actually have been thinking about executive search as a place for me to work for many, many years, going back before I was a speaker, because it takes into effect all of what my strengths are. But the timing wasn't right. Plus, it's a commission job. So there's a lot of risk involved in that. And the next phase is, is that I talked to Stanton Chase three years ago about going to work for him, but I had a speaking career that was thriving and growing and things were happening. And why would I take time away from that ball? Well, now is the time that you got to take some risks and you got to throw some spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks. And so that's why I've decided that I can live in both of these lanes. It's not the safe choice. The safe choice would be to close down my speaking business and go get a job as a marketing director for a law firm or some a bank as some of the stuff that I had done earlier in my career. And I believe that if I chased that, I probably could have gotten a salary and benefits. But now wasn't the time to do that. Now was the time to take some risks and lay the foundation for what I want in the future in both lanes that I'm operating in. So I can't play it safe. I've got to push the envelope. I've got to try things. And, and I think that's advice for all of you. It doesn't mean throw everything away and be risky all the time. Just avoid making all decisions based on what is safe. Because people who play it safe, I don't think there is any safe right now. Safe is getting trampled by what's happening in the economy. Tip number three, be transparent and vulnerable. Now, I started this podcast by talking about the, the CEO who I interviewed, who was exactly that, and then pulled back and decided not to air the conversation. I don't agree with his choice. I respect it. He's a super nice guy. I don't know him personally, but we had a wonderful conversation, and I am going to interview him at some time in the future when he gets a little bit more on stable ground for his company. However, I think being transparent and telling your customers, telling your employees, telling yourself that times are hard and we're going to have to figure this out. I've been very transparent. My wife and I have talked about what the fact that it means to watch your income go from a pretty good number to nearly zero. Well, guess what? It's hard and it's sad and it makes it sometimes hard to get out of bed. However, I'm not going to pull the covers over my head. I'm being honest with people about this is the situation I'm in. If you ask me any questions, and I've been on several podcasts where people have asked me about my career and what's going on right now, and I just tell them the truth. I think being transparent and vulnerable, I actually think it's a badge of honor, especially in what we're going through today. Tip number four, get things done. This has probably been the number one thing I have seen since March or April that has held people back, whether they work for a big company or they work for a small company, is they haven't been taking action. If you don't take action, you're not going to get results. And I think this is an area where I've been guilty. Going back to transparency, I've done a lot of things, but I haven't necessarily gotten the right things done that will move my you know, move me down that, that path that I'm on. So make sure that you're very clear when you set those goals, 
What are the actions that you have to take? Take the time to reverse engineer the steps that you need to take to be able to move forward and then do those things. You have to get the work done. So every day I am making more calls today than I did last week or the week before because I have to get that work done. I'm in sales. People don't wake up in the morning and just dream of me and call me. I have to let people know I exist. So I have to make outbound calls. In addition to that, I have to write articles. I have to work on my social media. I have to grow my visibility. I have to put out this podcast. I have to do things because it's those things that I do that lead to opportunities coming my way. So that's tip number four. I don't care what your job is. Know what the tasks are that you have to do and then get them done. Tip number five, listen and learn. There have been a lot of things going on in the world that are out of my pay grade, if you will. And it's time that all of us admit we don't know everything. We don't have all the answers. The good news is we live in a time where you have access to getting the answers that you need. So no matter what the topic is, if you don't have all of the information that you need to have that's going to allow you to move forward and grow your career and expand your company, take the time to find really smart people and learn from them. One of the things I did starting in March was I made a pact with myself that every single day, Monday through Friday, I was going to talk to at least one smart person. Now, I left that broad. Who is a smart person? Well, fortunately, most of the people I know are pretty smart. But I scheduled a call every day where I would talk to people about what was going on with my business, what was going on with my career, what my personal finances were. And and some of them would share back. We would have an actual conversation about things that were going on in the world. But then I would ask questions. I would ask them for guidance. I would ask for ideas. And then I would listen. I'm going to be honest. Not everybody I talked to had a great idea that resonated with me. But over the last four months, I've probably received five, six Gosh, maybe seven ideas that I've put into practice that have allowed me to learn and grow and be set up to be better at everything that I do. So now is the time to listen and learn. Look for smart people. Get them on the phone. Talk to your clients. Talk to your your, uh, employees. Talk to your husband, your wife, your neighbor, whoever is out there who might have a fresh perspective. Listen and learn from them. Tip number six. And this is the hardest one, I think, for a lot of people, at least for me over the years. And that is get really clear on self-awareness. You know, we all spend a lot of time with our egos and our personalities leading the way. We write a narrative about who we are in business, but you have to be really honest. Is that who you are? Going back to knowing where you have to listen and learn and being transparent, a lot of that comes down to fear that happens around being self-aware of who you are and what motivates you. I've done a lot of study and a lot of reading the last few months. I started meditating about six months ago, taking about a half hour every single morning just to clear my mind and be really clear. And I don't want to go into all the personal details about some baggage that I had to unpack in my own life to get clear as to who I am and where I had to grow. But I've gotten very into to reading the Tao Te Ching and other Eastern philosophies. And I've come to embrace this whole idea that we're on a path. There's a way. And I have to be clear as to who I am in order to be able to navigate that. Because if I'm putting up facades, if I'm not self-aware, if I'm telling myself stories, if I'm letting my ego and my personality 
overrun my spirit and my soul, then I'm always going to be off the path. Self-awareness is hard because sometimes you find things about yourself that you don't like. You have areas that are that are weak or you have areas where you know you're never going to be the best person for that. And sometimes people who are in roles of leadership, they don't want to let anyone see that they have some areas that aren't strong. So they pretend. And oftentimes they do such a good job of pretending that they got all their ducks in a row that they even convince themselves. As I said, over the last six months, I've gotten really clear on self-awareness. Am I done? No, but I have unpacked some things about myself that I didn't like. I've seen some things that I need to work on, but I'll tell you what, the more self-aware, the more clear I get, the easier it is for me to let go and to be able to follow the path and therefore be able to go out and have a more positive impact on other people who I encounter through the work that I do. And then number seven, the last tip, courage. I think that we're living in a time where you have to be brave. You have to have courage. And if you look at what I said in the first six tips, you have to vision and create a plan. Sometimes you have to be brave because sometimes that plan, it's going to be hard. It's going to be far reaching or there's other obstacles in your way. I talked about the that you can't play it safe. I don't think that you can do not playing it safe without, that's a double negative, without having courage. You have to be brave. If you're going to go out and kick the tires, you have to have courage behind it. To be vulnerable and transparent, you have to have courage. Some days just to get things done, you've got to be brave because some of those things are hard and it takes courage to listen and learn because the first thing you have to admit is I don't have all the answers. And if you really want to get self-aware, you'd better be brave because without courage, you're not going to be able to look in that mirror and see those flaws. So this number seven, this courage, it comes into everything. But when I look at executives and leaders and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs who really go out there and make waves, who sort of kick butt in everything, in everything that they do, the ones who are really doing that, they have courage. So that's my seven tips for this episode. Sorry, I couldn't air the one I originally planned to air today, but I hope that there's something in here that you can take hold of and say, yeah, oh my God, he was talking to me on that one. So we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really, really smart who is making waves and getting things done, really changing their world. If you know a CEO, a CIO, a CMO, a CTO, anybody in that executive suite who you think really has the personality and something to share, please make the introduction to me. Don't be shy. I want to interview really cool people who are in leadership positions in companies because I want to bring ideas and thoughts to all of you that can help spark not only your own career, but also help you grow your company. And I think looking at people who've climbed that corporate ladder and getting them to open up and be honest and vulnerable and then be willing to air the episode, I think that that's what's going to make this podcast even better as we finish out 2020 and go into 2021. So thanks for being a part of this show. If you like the show, please go over to iTunes and, and leave a review, especially now that I've changed it up to become making waves at sea level. I need a whole fresh batch of reviews. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. So plan to come back in a couple of days, but in the meantime, do me a favor, 
make sure that your ladder, make sure it's against the right wall because there's nothing worse than climbing the career, career ladder only to find out you reached the top and you were in the wrong place all along. I know that because I did it. Go out there, make some waves. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.